I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Welcome to episode 71 of the Badass Mother podcast. I am finally back from my epic trip. I pre-recorded multiple months worth of episodes for the maternity leave of my podcast producer and then an epic road trip that I took with my family. And we are back in real time. So hello. I am so excited to be chatting with you again. It feels like it has been forever since I recorded a podcast. And I wanted to start off just quickly recapping my trip for those of you who didn't follow but have been asking about how it went. It was wonderful. We did a road trip from our house in Colorado through Utah down into Arizona. We went as far south as the Grand Canyon and then we came back up the other side of Utah and came home. We stayed in hotels, we camped, we glamped in a yurt and in a covered wagon, and it was absolutely incredible. We saw so many beautiful things, although really funny, my kids are totally unimpressed by red rock formations and massive cliffs and arches and canyons and all of those things now because they saw so many. But if you ever have a chance to explore that part of the world, it's incredible. We had really amazing food the entire time. We were a little worried that this was going to be the fast food tour of the West, but we had really excellent food. So highly recommend that you check out Utah's National Parks, that you check out Lake Powell, um, that you stay in a yurt if you ever have the chance, and all of those things. So this podcast episode was inspired by one of the things that happened on this trip. Probably the next few podcast episodes will be some of my lessons from my trip and how they relate to my business and your business and all of our mental health and personal development. But this one comes from our last camping night that we had. So we stayed at a campsite in Utah that was near some coral sand dunes, which were beautiful. And as we were packing up in the morning, so we put together our campsite the night before. We have tents, we have sleeping bags. It is the true experience. As we were packing up the next morning, pulling down all the tents, rolling up the sleeping bags and that kind of thing. My boys have sleeping bags where you don't even have to roll it up nicely. You can just stuff it into this sack and it's a really tight fit and then you pull it tight and cinch it down and all of this kind of thing to compact it to get back in the car. So we, this morning, had the boys doing their own packing up of the sleeping bags 
Um, I don't know if we were just tired or cranky or what, but we were like, you need to do this. And Reed, my oldest, was just not into it. He was like, I don't get it. I don't know how to do this. I don't think it fits. I can't put this sleeping bag in the sack. Well, meanwhile, like it's been going in there every night we've ever camped for his entire life. So clearly it works. Clearly he's even seen us do it. But he was just like, I don't get it. I can't do it. We would describe to him the steps of how to get the sleeping bag in. And he'd just be like, nah, how do you do it? I don't want to do it. I, I can't figure it out. I just can't do it. And had this whole attitude of like, I just don't get it. So Stuart, my husband, decided to give him some motivation. I was kind of off doing another thing, but I was listening to this whole exchange. And he suggested that the boys race to stuff their sleeping bags into the sack. And whoever finished it first would win a cash prize of $5. (laughs) And for some reason, something about the race, something about the money, the urgency of it inspired Reed to figure it out and figured out how to stuff the bag in. He got stuck a couple times, but he kept going and figured it out to pull off a win and beat his brother in this race. And as I was listening to this, I realized that some of the things that Reed said were almost direct quotes from some of my clients and that I see my clients go through this all the time, not with sleeping bags, but with their businesses and with so many aspects of their businesses. They will really get stuck in this, I don't know how, I don't get it space and it's truly resistance. It feels so real. When we're in that resistance, it feels very convincing. Like, of course, I don't know how to do it. I've been there before. I totally get it. You're in this place where you're like, I don't know how to get clients or I don't know how to set up the email sequence or whatever it may be. You feel very convinced that you don't know how to do it. I don't know how to think differently. I don't know how to feel a different feeling. Uh, I don't know how to feel feelings, all of it. I've been there. You have totally been there. And I could just see it in Reed in that moment when he had the sleeping bag that he had to figure out. So I like to keep things really, really simple with my clients. I tell them, you need to talk to people. You need to make offers. Basically, being visible, being helpful, talking to a lot of people, it's super Simple. Talk to people, right? Really simple. And for me, whenever I feel stuck, I come back to this thought of talk to people and it really helps me to refocus on getting out there online, offline, doesn't matter. Talking to new people, building up new relationships, telling people what I do. People are always intrigued. People always want to talk about it more. And that is what leads to potential clients when I'm out there getting visible, being of service. So this is what I tell my clients. Sometimes they're like, yes, you're totally right. I just need to do that. They go out, they do it, they get clients. Sometimes 
they spiral. They get stuck in this place where they feel like they need more strategies. Like it can't be that easy. There's got to be more going on that you're not telling me. You're holding something back. Tell me how. Give me more strategy. I just need more strategy. How do I get clients? Where do I find them? And like the more that we go down this rabbit hole, the more questions there are. So it's how do I get clients? Okay, you need to get out there and start talking to people. But where do I find people to talk to? Where's your ideal client? Maybe hanging out. Like it's it's a guess, right? Where might they be hanging out? It's an educated guess where you then can go out and look. I think networking groups, um, mom get-togethers, there's so many different places people are hanging out in real life. Facebook groups, so many people hanging out in Facebook groups. There's probably a Facebook group for your niche. There's probably a lot of them out there where you can meet your ideal clients. And yet, (laughs) after that, but which Facebook groups. I don't see my ideal clients in any Facebook groups out there. And when I hear this, I just know you are stuck in this place of being fixated on not knowing enough because you're focusing on the wrong things. And this would continue to spiral. Like I can answer every single one of those questions. And when I was a new coach, I totally would. I would go right down the rabbit hole with them of like, let's brainstorm this whole thing. I'm going to tell you where they are. We're going to go out there and talk to them together practically. And it just didn't serve my clients to go down this rabbit hole of giving them more and more answers because they just had more and more questions. The purpose of a coach isn't to do the work for you or even to give you a step-by-step playbook that's guaranteed to work. And now I know that there's a lot of coaches out there promising that. And when I have done that for my clients, it did not serve them. The best coaching happens once you're already taking action and you're already failing and the drama's coming up and the coach can help you through and they can help you tweak and tap into your inner wisdom and get back to your higher self to keep taking the right steps and action forward. When you are going through this, what has to come before figuring out the how figuring out the action steps and the game plan and all of that, you have to have the belief that it's possible. So what is revealed to me when my clients are fixated on strategy and how, 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 and they're not just like, sometimes they want strategy, right? And like, it's legit. And we're talking about strategy and they take their notes and we move on. But then there's the times where it's the how, 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 and that's what I'm talking about right now. When they're stuck in that place, it reveals to me that the belief is not there. And they're looking for a plan to get the results so then they can believe. And this just isn't how it works, unfortunately. This is how we all think it works. And it's just not how it works. Like when you were thinking about going to college, what if you were like, I need to have a guarantee about this job. Like I need to have a job offer 
at the end of it before I'll like go through this whole thing. It just, it doesn't work that way, right? You have that belief that you're going to get that degree and get that job. For a lot of us, it doesn't really work the way that we thought, right? When we initially signed up for college, but we do it anyway. So I think it's not even about like, I'm going to believe and then it's going to happen exactly the way that I believe it. It's about having that belief that what you want to achieve is possible for you. It's possible to go out there and sign a client. It's possible to make $1,000 this month or $5,000 this month or $10,000 this month, whatever it is, that is possible. Once you build up the belief that whatever that is, is possible, the way how is revealed to you like instantly. This happened on a conversation with a client today. She was sharing what she has been doing lately to grow her business. And she was wondering my opinion about what else she should be doing. And I always get really curious when my clients want my opinions and want game plans and stuff. It feels to me like they are not really trusting their own selves. And it came out over the course of our conversation that that is what was going on. But I asked her to reflect on what was currently working in her business. And she started listing off those things and her eyes lit up when she talked about working with her clients and she felt amazing about it. And as she was doing that, as she was talking about all the things that were working in her business, she then started listing off some additional ideas that she had of what to try next to grow her business and kind of the avenues that she thought she could be exploring next. And it turned out she had this really beautiful plan of strategic partnerships with experts in her industry. She already had a plan of how to find them. She already had a plan of how to get some of those relationships going. She had it all inside herself. And once she stopped asking, what am I not doing that I should be doing? Once she started focusing on what was working and stepped into that belief in herself as an expert, as a legitimate business owner, as somebody who knew what they were doing, it shifted everything. It totally shifted her perspective about her business. And of course, her plan was amazing. She knows her business so much better than I do. It's her business and she knows how she wants to grow it. She had all of those pieces inside and we just had to turn the key in the right lock to open all of that up. When I first started my business, I did all of the right things according to the experts that you see out there. I had a niche, I had a brand, I had a website, I was creating courses, I had automations, I had a freebie, actually I had multiple freebies, I was building an email list, I was doing videos, all of the right strategies that you hear out there. But I had no clients in this business for a long time. And I didn't really believe that I could make a full-time income with it as a life coach. So if you're familiar with my story, I was a life coach in another coach's business for several years and decided to strike out on my own as a life coach. 
and knew that I was a good coach, but had no clue how to build up a coaching business. I had helped a lot of other friends and um, employers over the years to build up their businesses. I had studied marketing. I knew a lot about how to grow a business and I had all of those right pieces, but because I didn't have that belief, I wasn't putting myself out there. I was keeping my business hidden from my real life. This is a problem I see with a lot of you. You won't post anything on your private um, personal Facebook page. And you're like, it's for personal stuff, not for business. And like, yeah, it's not a billboard. It's not for like tacky commercials, but your business is a part of who you are. It's part of your life. I share, you know, every once in a while, not over the top, not advertisements, but like relevant things that I, that my friends and family would be interested in and that potential clients would also like to see. It's just a part of who I am, so it comes out on the personal page. But back then, I didn't because I didn't want to be embarrassed if it didn't work. Once I hit the point where it not working wasn't an option, I was just going to keep doing it until it worked, I was that committed, it put me in this place where I was in belief, I was willing to be seen. I was willing to put myself out there in such a massive way. I was willing to fail, willing to be embarrassed and all the other fears that were keeping me stopped and stuck and held back. That's what you have to tap into. You have to tap into this commitment that you're going to keep taking massive action forward no matter what. You have to tap into this belief that it is possible. If you're not thinking it's possible, you're not going to take actions that are actually going to make it possible. You're going to be taking lame little actions like I did with so many businesses before. Little actions where you're just watching trainings all the time and you're just talking to other people who do the same thing as you and you're just doing social media posts that Don't attract people that are just checking it off your to-do list. You're going to be spending time doing all of these things that aren't actually going to be making you money. And when you have the belief that there's people out there looking for you, looking for what you offer, people want what you have, you're going to be behaving very, very differently. I watched this happen in my own self. I see it in all of my clients once this shift happens Things massively change in their business. They start getting more opportunities to get more visible. They start having people reach out to them for consult calls. They start signing clients. Things just start working when they get to this point, when they've built this belief and when they are willing to keep going no matter what to make it work. So I have a few parting thoughts for you. Some people are going to hate you no matter what you do. Some people are going to love you no matter what you do. And the rest are waiting for you to show up. So here are some questions that I have for you about showing up. What are you holding back from doing in your business? 
What amazing ideas do you have that you have been writing off for whatever reason or not doing or saying you're going to do some other time, not making time to do? Where are you getting stuck in the how spiral? What if you leaned into building up your belief that this is possible for you? What if that's where you focused your thoughts? What if those were the thoughts you were choosing? What if that is where you were choosing to direct your mind in the possibility? What would you be doing differently if you totally believed that people were eager to pay for what you do and that clients were on the way right now? What would you be doing differently? I know whenever I have this belief that clients are on the way, that my clients, my next clients are currently watching me, that kind of thing, these thoughts really inspire me into massive action, making offers, talking to people, all of it. And I don't get stuck waiting for the strategy. I just get out there and start doing and seeing what works and doing more of what works. So I encourage you to shift into that. Get yourself out of that how spiral. Ask yourself these good questions and get into belief and get into action. If you would like help with any of this, I would love to help you. This is my most favorite thing to talk about. I absolutely love taking time out of my day each day to talk to people who are trying to hit bigger goals in their business. I would love to talk about that with you. I would love to chat about what it would look like to work together. I have some really awesome offers right now, and I would love to chat with with you about all of those things. So if you are interested in hearing more, you can go to bit.ly slash call Samantha, B-I-T, dot L-Y slash call Samantha, C-A-L-L-S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A. And we will have the most amazing 45 minutes of sitting in belief that what you want is possible and seeing the clarity of your next steps open up. It is magical. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com, M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.